This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple eight seven two seven Beck is our, uh, you know, phone number. It's good to stuff. see you once again. Except we're not seeing you. No, but they don't know that. They they, they see us looking at them and they just assume that they they don't understand it. Believe me. Okay. They're they're voting for bond issues all over the country. They don't know <laughs> that much is true. Really so, stupid bond issues. Really stupid ones. So oh, I mean, it's like, ah, oh, hey, we see you. Oh, look at that shirt you got on there. Don't or worry. don't have on. We're just as stupid here in Texas because mm-hmm. we're voting for them, too. All the time. Voted for ours in, uh, in my community. Voted for them all over Texas. The, the community I li- used to live in. Jeez, I'm pissed about this. I think I'm more pissed about the Katie one where I used to live because it's so much. $750 million bond issue. And it comes with a tax increase. <laughs> I just found that out, too. It comes with a tax increase. I'm glad you moved, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, Can you imagine that? I mean, and this is the community that builds these unreal uh, Taj Mahals for the kids. The, you know, Seven Lakes High School there is 615,000 square feet. Yeah, but they've got, they've got over 3,000 students. Yes. What are they supposed they to do? do. Uh, how are they supposed yes, to they walk do. around? I know that's only 250 square feet per person. So how do you how do you exist? On I that? think it's only 205 actually. Oh, it's 205. Thank you. Square feet per person. That's. I mean, you can't. You You're can't. just jammed in there. That's shoulder to shoulder. You know what they ought to do? They ought to tear it down. That was the most expensive uh, school ever built, second largest ever built, and the most expensive ever built at 77.4 million dollars. What they ought to do? It's not big enough. Tear it down and build one double the size. Yes, don't add on. One point two. Tear million it down. Bond issue. Tear yes. it down. Tear it down. Build it on the moon. Adding on and uh, build, that, buy a space shuttle to fly people there in the yes, morning. Yes, because that hurts the kids. If you just add on to it, mm-hmm. how can the kids? The, that's for, we're talking about the, the children. Mm. We're talking about the children, Stu. And and what 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 we mean when we say we're talking about the children is we want you to spend any amount of money, no matter what it's actually <laughs> doing. Because if you say no to that, then you hate children. You do. Uh, it's yes, you the do. same tactic used by every Democrat in the Senate, mm-hmm. uh, in our government, in the, president, uh, in the presidency. Uh, we've seen that a million times, and yet everyone seems to oppose it when it's in Washington or if it's a governor you don't like. But when you get the chance to go in and actually vote in your own uh, voting booth, you seem to click yes. Now, of course, not yes, everyone, and I would assume this audience is probably the least guilty yeah. uh, out of uh, the Americans in general. And the, and the uh, radio audience, conservatives are wider. Always. Oh. I mean, we almost always go ahead and vote for these. We almost always just say yes. I mean, right? you you were, you're talking about Katie, but, you know, Fort Worth said yes to $450 million. 
for an entertainment complex an entertainment? in Arlington. The government should never be involved in entertainment. Is and there we, ever a reason for the, the government to be involved in an entertainment complex? In the of the mayor for, of Arlington, residents have always been very helpful in furthering the quality of life in Arlington. And, I bet they have. And, and helps us meet these goals. And that was for their $236 million. I, I'm, you know, here, I'm fine with, uh, with the bond issues if you do it this way. When you go to the voting booth, mm -hmm. if you click yes, you just have to give them the money at that point. You just okay. give them your share of it. Yeah. So you you know if it's a thousand dollars, you just hand over the thousand when you when you punch yes. That's totally fine. If you, you punch do it no, that you don't have to give. You them don't the have money. to give any. No, so obviously I like not. that. Now. Yeah. I wonder if I like pass. that. I like that a lot. Yeah, but let's uh, even say let's say it this way: if you vote yes, you got to give them the thousand dollars. Yeah. If it, it passes, then everyone has to give the thousand. Okay. We'll even okay. say that. It's never going to pass. It would lose 95 to, I mean, it would lose 99 to 1 every time. No one, no one would ever do it. No one would pay $1,000 for this, yet that's what you're doing, but you just have to press yes and pay it later. It was a really interesting Ugh. tactic. Uh, Katie, last year, the school district there, they, they have one uh, football stadium for the, for the schools that are there. And granted, there are seven high schools in Katie now. There, there were four when I got there. There's seven now. So it's growing fast. Don't they have really 615,000 square feet in one <laughs> yes, school? Yes, they do. Do they yes, need they seven do. high schools? I What's the population? Yes. Uh, of the area. So it's not just uh, one town. It's a, no. It's, it's well, a Katie is Katie proper is very small, but the area that everybody calls Katie is much larger. And so I would say 150,000, maybe 200, mm -hmm. something like that. But anyway, uh, they last year they went to the they went to the city, and they said, uh, "Okay, we're, we want to build this seventy million dollar football stadium to accommodate the high schools because we only have one, and now we need two. We're going to build it right next to it. It's going to be a fourteen thousand seat stadium. And by the way, it's also going to have a uh, like a performing arts center with it too, and something else. So it was a seventy million dollar complex, and." So it was a hundred million dollar bond, ninety nine, I think, ninety nine million. And they said, no, no, we're not paying for that. So what they do? One year later, they come back to them with a seven hundred and fifty million dollar bond issue that includes the stadium, but they chopped two thousand seats off of it and said, oh, we we're going, we're getting by with a smaller stadium. It's only going to be twelve thousand seats. <laughs> they said yes. All right, you charge us seven and a half times more. But you cut back 2,000 seats on that football stadium, then we'll say yes. Okay. And think about the process. What's going on here? You have got people who mm. uh, are, you know, in government, and they're saying, well, I have this buddy who has this construction company, and I have this favor I can do for this person, and I'll get my name on a door because I worked on, uh, I worked on passing this thing and getting it through. Right. And, the, and it's like, there's no, look, there's no reason for a second football stadium in the same parking lot as another football stadium. How can anybody justify that? I don't care how many people come to your stupid games. You, you, the government is not about, even if you're making a profit, the government is not designed to make a profit off of football. That is not what a government is supposed to do. Right. And it's like this idea that, that the, you know, people, if you go to people and say, well, these are bond issues for the children, you know, just, just, just give us a couple hundred million dollars. We'll handle it right. Don't worry. How does a conservative fall for that? You never believe a politician who says that in any other mm -hmm. circumstance. When we will pass, you know, a, they'll pass a stimulus plan, and, you know, someone like uh, Coburn uh, is the guy who does this every year, does it the waste book. It's him, isn't it, Coburn? 
and he releases all the dumb things the government has done with your yes. money, and we all sit back and we all mock it, and then we go back and vote vote on the same stuff, this with just as stupid in our own in our own voting booths. It's it's inexplicable to me. Mm-hmm. We all are like, I can't believe the EPA would do this, this, and this. Oh, oh, environmental restrictions on land in my town. Oh yes, I well, my town. I don't want. I want to make sure there's no new stores in my town because I like my town the way it is. It's like I don't understand this. If there's no consistency there, and you know, conservatives, uh, you know, as a movement, the conservative movement's never going to get anywhere if people are sitting here doing this stuff themselves if conservatives can't even understand their own arguments how are liberals going to ever get around to it it's never going to happen no they're not going to Mm. they're just not going to uh so where does that leave us it leaves us with with people being massively inconsistent you'll you want the politicians in dc to say no to to spending but you continue to say yes to it in your own community and somebody told you this morning um, it, that the local spending is better than the federal spending, but they're both part of the same problem. Right. Especially when it's, it's not, and it's spending's the wrong word. It's because it's spending money you don't, don't have. have. That's not spending. It's debt. That's debt. That's debt. borrowing. That's just going into debt to buy something early that you could, you need to save for. Yeah. And uh, and you're right, Pat. It's like it's this idea that you know service. You know, I don't understand how you fall for it. And I guess it's because this isn't the focus, right? You can listen mm-hmm. to talk radio every day. You don't get too much local bond talk. You know, you, you hear the issues and you get pissed off about them in Washington. Uh, and then you go back and no one's ever talking. I mean, we, were, we had a, you know, uh, you know, Pat had a bond issue on his, uh, on his ballot, which he, of course, had a, a jihad on. But most <laughs> people in your community would Didn't. probably agree with you politically, but yeah. never even thought about it. Right. Oh, you know? they just thought. Right. Oh, it's, yeah, schools, I guess. The, it's for the children. If they say they need it for the schools, then uh, they must. Uh, they must. They must. How do you believe that? Do you understand what you're saying? You would never say that about Washington. No. You would never say, wait a minute, I, well, I guess they say they need it, so they need it. You would never do that with, with uh, even a Republican politician. Yet, when it comes down to, like, you have a chance to vote, and this is why I think Glenn hates the ballot initi- initiative stuff so much. Because, you know, he sees it as a way for progressives to move. It was progressives who brought this sort of into our culture. Um, And maybe that's why. Because we're not a direct democracy. We are a a republic. And Mm -hmm. so that's not the way it was designed to work necessarily. At least federally it was. Right. Right. Um, Meanwhile, after our big election uh, across the country swept uh, many Democrats out of office, apparently the president is striking an upbeat tone. Uh, a day after Democrats lost control of the Senate, suffered big losses in the House and governor's races, Obama was kind of defiant, actually, defended his policy, stood by his staff, and showed few signs of changing any approach to deal with Republicans. Because, he, frankly, he's not up for a re-election, so why should he? He's not going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than accept the election results as, uh, you know, being like a, a repudiating his ideas... He didn't. Uh, he says, it doesn't make me mopey. It energizes me because it means that this democracy's working. Yeah. What? What? So, so what? Stupid. Yeah. How does, how does it energize you because the democracy is working? Because they swept all your buddies and all your policies out of office? That energizes you? And, and also, as you just pointed out, it's, it's actually not a democracy. It's not a democracy. It's, not, it's a republic. Thank you. Thank you. It is not. Uh, there are elements of democracy in the republic, but it is not a democracy. Yes. Uh, now, the Obama paradox in um, 
Let's see. When did he say this? Back in November of 2013, he said, I don't really care to be president without the Senate. <laughs> uh, what I was simply saying where is, is was, is, Pat, uh, what I was simply saying was, if the Senate didn't exist at all, I wouldn't want to be president. <laughs> I was not saying that I wouldn't want to be president with a Republican Senate. I was just saying, if someone came up with an idea and say, hey, no more Senate, I would be like, I don't even want to be president if there's I no Senate. I guess that is his out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about there not being a chamber called the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, all right. he was simply saying was is. Uh, by the way, here's uh, Charlie Rangel and uh, another racial claim uh, from him. You, you're going to love this. This is fun. He used to call themselves Dixiecrats. Uh, these were slaveholding states. Yeah. They've been frustrated with the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh, yeah. Huge. They turned over, became Republicans. Then they became Tea Party people. Oh, by no, the way, they were, and, they were Democrats. Uh, these the are the time. people that are trying to frustrate Jeez. people from voting. No. Uh, changing the no, voting rights that we fought so hard for. No, and all I'm saying is, if you rights. want to challenge the statistics, find out where the slaveholding states are, mm -hmm. find out whether they were Dixiecrats, went Republican, find out where the Tea Party is. And Why? I'm just saying that it's unfortunate America doesn't deal with the problem of racism, but until we acknowledge that it exists and fight hard to eradicate it, uh, then we still got to be frustrated by people. They all come from the South, and they all have these feelings about superiority. Do they? And that's true whether you're picking cotton or whether you're president of the United States. So what a racist comment that is. They all, they all have these feelings. I have a real problem with people generalizing each other in groups. By the way, these all people, all these people right. do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, my friend, but these are the people who just elected a black senator. Okay. Yeah. They just elected oh, a black people of South Carolina so racist. They are so against it. It, it would have been a they would have had a thousand percent for Tim Scott, but they only gave him sixty instead because he was black. <laughs> I can't I how do you make the statements these people make? How do you do it? Well he's all come to the side of my favorite thing out of this, and this is so typical from so many people. Um, we have to come to the point where we will admit that racism is a problem. Where the hell have you been? That's all we do is admit it. It's all anybody. There's an entire network called MSNBC that discusses it constantly. Yeah. That's all they ever think is the cause of any problem. It's always racism. <laughs> you have been out for a billion years saying, blaming everything on racism. Al Sharpton has a national television show. He is the spirit. He is based the on racial, racism. Based on racism. He is the racial uh, ambassador. For the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. And he's best known for accusing white people of rapes they didn't commit. This is all we... CNN had an endless series called Black in America. It's... Racism is, is talked about 70,000 times more than it probably should be talked about at this point. Because most people... It's not mean it doesn't exist... Obviously, the b boring disclaimer inserted here. But we have come an incredibly long way to act as if racism in this country is a problem as compared to when it was really bad in the 60s and earlier is insanity. As I think it was Brad Thor who said, we've won the war on racism. Can we get can we move on, please? Because you're never going to. We've won the war on Nazism, too. There are still Nazis. 
Okay, yes, they exist, but they, it is not the focus of our country at this point. And it really is, uh, you know, it's insanity. This sort of nonsense. You, you have the first black senator ever elected in the South is a Tea Party member, and you're blaming the Tea Party for being racists. What about all the Democrats and all the states? They could have elected black senators all of these years and didn't. Just what about them? Mindlessness. Oh, it's I can't take it. But for some good news, uh, do we have what the what the map looked like before and after? Here the uh, okay. Oh, no, we don't have anything to compare it to. But here's what the map looks like now as far of, as congressional districts. Almost all red. It's a lot of red. So like that. that's a lot of racist people in this country. Look at how many racist people there are. Almost everywhere. Pat, the Republicans are a regional party. I mean, <laughs> yeah. look at this. They're well, that's regional. a big region, granted, but that's yeah. regional right there. They don't have any. It, it goes any, any it's in the western region and the Midwest region and the eastern region and the northeast region, some of it. And just, just, but nothing in Mexico. But nothing No whatsoever. districts in Mexico or Canada. <laughs> I mean, it's all America, sure. I mean, look at that. That is, that is a, a beautiful map. It is. That is a beautiful map. Now, fortunately, all those little dots are usually big cities. Um, but still, yeah, uh, still, you know, it's it's, you know, population wise, obviously, the, we are split. But, uh, you know, you look at this congressional map and you realize that when pe most people, wherever you go, you're probably actually in the majority. This is when Glenn went back and talked about uh, we, uh, we surround, we surround them. them. Yeah. They don't surround us. We surround well, them. I mean, sure. Look at that. Look map. at that. Look at that. Look at that. That tells you a lot. Unless you're living in New York City, you know, unless you're living in apparently a lot of Minnesota. And, and this works with uh, congressional districts and with counties. If you do either of mm -hmm. those, they both look like that. Yeah. So it's, it, that's kind of fun. 888 back. More Pat and Stu coming up. Look at that. Why, why are you so racist? Look, look at that. Because look at that. You racistly supported me a lot, too, didn't you, Pat? I did. Oh my God. Yeah, I did. She's in the tea party. You I know. I know. Great point yes, on Twitter. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, this uh, holy red map, all those districts with no birth control. And that's true. Uh, Corey Gardner banned birth control in every red county. And he'll be coming soon for the others, uh, just so you know. If you yeah. think you're, oh, I can do the calendar method forever. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't do no, the you calendar can't. method. can't do the rhythm method. Can't do the rhythm nation. Yeah, we got a call from somebody earlier um, who said Can't do that rhythm Cor guitar. He's banning rhythm guitar. Yeah, only lead guitar. Only lead um, from now on. Corey Gardner was sitting at the foot of his bed, mm -hmm. looking under the covers to make sure mm -hmm. nothing was happening uh, for, for several months. Uh, you know, and that's not, that's not what I want. Corey... Corey Gardner banned arousal. He did. He did. He banned it. Well, and, you know, and Jeffy's the one who enforces it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. All right. Let's get to our tease of uh, what might be the greatest special ever done. Uh, it's from Discovery. So is it supposed to be aroused right now? Uh, no. 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 Uh, it's from Discovery Television. Uh, you know, they just did this uh, walking Walinda or flying Walinda guy, and he walked between the two skyscrapers uh, in Chicago. Uh, uh, uh. He, I, I guess that the ratings were down a little bit for this for that special, yeah, right? Over. It's it's not exciting well, enough. Well, well, so they went a little further. Well, wait. When they say they're down, what were they though? They were still they really were, strong. I think it was. Yeah. I mean, still for Discovery, it was six point eight million. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a lot. We expected it was just to get nine. It was not as much as his, as the one he did before that. Right. Uh, so you know, I mean, once you've seen a flying Walinda, 
you've seen if Lang will end up, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they thought, well, what would be more exciting than that? And somebody raised their hand and said, I know, how about somebody getting eaten by an anaconda snake? Mm -hmm. And they're like, wow, That sounds like ridiculously that. horrible. The that person would horrible. die. They'd die. I mean, well, what, what if we had a snake-proof snake suit? suit? Uh, There's no such thing. Laura, I, what well, if I invent it? What if I were to tell you I happen to have a, a snake-proof <laughs> suit company that I just, I just started? And that's why I work here, to try to get you to pick up and, this stupid show about snake-proof suits. And then they're like, for reals? For reals, for reals? For reals? And he said, yeah, uh -huh. for reals. Yeah, it's on Etsy. I've got, my, <laughs> I've got it on Etsy. Okay, right. well, let's try it. Give it a whirl. Throw a person in there. So here's a, here's a tease on uh, the special that's coming up on Discovery. It's kind of fun. See what you think. We're heading into a unique ecosystem that no one's ever explored before. How do you know? How do you know? I don't really know what lays between here and the floating forest, but for the next few days, what's going to be a challenge? A difficult journey. This is not a shell it's used very often. To fight a dangerous beast. That's the largest species of snake on Earth. Anaconda! Right here! Gotcha, gotcha! Oh my god, that's massive! We're going to get me inside of a snake. That puts on the big suit. That's that's cool. Look at that thing. We're gonna make me as appealing as possible so the snake just says, well, I got this big thing here. I might as well get a free meal. Holy cow. You have to go ahead first. Eaten Alive, premieres Sunday at 8, part of Mega Week on Discovery. We don't deserve to be a country. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I mean, yes, it's stupid. It's time to yes, shut it Yes, it's off, going right. ridiculously far, but I like it. I'm going to watch. Are you not going to watch that? Oh, I'll watch it. Oh, I'm oh, going to watch it. Yeah, you have to watch it. I'm yeah. just a guy running around with a anti-snake <laughs> condom on. Please eat me. Stop it. That's going to be great. Once a week, you get I get a tweet or an email or something that brings up the movie Idiocracy, you know, that, that, that was out several years ago, mm -hmm. in which the society devolves into a place where people can't understand why crops don't grow because they keep putting power drinks on them because they've been so sold on advertising that they just think, like, uh, you know, like energy drinks are the only thing that's good. And it's, it's, it's an okay movie, but the concept seems to be playing out a, a tad here. We are a society that's mm -hmm. having snakes eat people for our entertainment. <laughs> that does not sound like a society that should exist any longer. <laughs> I think Why it might not? be time to just go... I want to see if the snake really eats him. Because in that Those suit, snakes, you're yeah. going to get a snake to eat a guy in that suit with all big. that metal on. Well, they already did it, huge. didn't they? I mean, it's already been taped. Yes. So we know uh, that hard they wouldn't be airing it if nothing happened. I don't know. They aired the Al Capone thing. Yeah, they supposedly sure was live. Yeah. Supposedly. You don't think it was live? No, I think that's a conspiracy. Why would they, why would they like the fake? Why would they air it if they why knew they, nothing happened? Why'd they fake the moonshot? Because they'd it already didn't. spent all the money on it and right. decided we had to exactly make, it, right. just make it live exactly and we'll make right. it seem Thank like you, it was, we screwed up and it was live. That's right. That's right. We should get that guy. Who's the guy that always calls in? LT. LT. Yeah, let's mm -hmm. get him in there. Yeah, let's Our get him Our conspiracy activist, uh, he, he'd know the truth behind this. We live in a society where a newsman comes on and he's talking politics with the other hosts of the show, and he doesn't even know his own cell phone is ringing, despite the fact that all of America does. It's going like this. <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> what, is, what is that? Watch did you see this from uh, yes, Tom Brokaw? Uh, I thought he handled it pretty good. Election night. Here's what happened. Out of this is all about 2016, about how they get to the White House the next time. That's the big prize in Washington. 
And there have been a lot of Republican oh, senators uh, who have hoped that uh, Mitch McConnell will... Could that be me? <laughs> no, it's not you. It's something Could it ambient. Be? I don't no, know. I'm afraid it Tom, is, unfortunately. Uh, she's trying to come the alarm goes off, you. and oh. there you are. Oh. Oh. I thought you were, thought you were a fire. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will remember to bring home the milk and the, and the, and the right. And just, don't worry about it. And I'll feed the dog in the morning. Just, just sleep in. It's going to be okay. No, I'm sorry about that. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I like a, a lot. It, was, it rings a lot when it's in my, when it's in my pocket. This is alarm to take his meds. And... Uh, I, got, I, got, I got this in the wall of old Kentucky. And they took it to Jalalabad. In Jalalabad tonight, my phone is going off, and it sounds really, really, really loud, really loud, Uh, but I can't tell if it's mine, even though it's really, really loud. (laughs) Well, I I can't believe that people would actually let their cell phones, leave their cell phones on during professional broadcasts. At least I know when it's mine, when it rings. (laughs) Okay? I know it's mine if I've left it on. Oh, my gosh. It's not in my pocket going, ah, 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 ah. Nobody else has that for a ringtone. Whoa. I'm Whoa, sorry. my friend. Okay. Whoa. I'll be back. More patents do come out. After I beat the I mean, crap out of Jeff. <laughs> at least, Pat, you didn't uh, you know, go to the bathroom on the air or anything. You're right. You know, That's right. You never took a... Uh, oh, wait. Stupid. That Somebody would do that. Yeah, That'd be Good tweet here uh, from Mike. Says, thank you, Pat and Stu, for showing us that map. As a U.S. American, I've never seen one. I'm grateful. Mm. Oh, that's really nice. You're welcome. You're welcome. Most U.S. Americans don't uh, have, don't have maps. maps. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently Mike was one of those. By the way, our friend uh, <laughs> who um, is, well, she's not our friend, but she, uh, I'd like her to be my friend. Um, she is, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, Miss, yeah, Miss Teen, South Carolina, two thousand and one, mm-hmm. maybe by at this point. I think she got a job at um, a new golf network. She's a really? Oh, really? host or something on a golf network. I read. Wow. So kind of great for her. <clears throat> That's great. Yeah, good, good for her. Back nine or something. I think it's called. Oh. I have not seen it, but uh, I would see it because I would want to learn. About <laughs> <maps>. <laughs> And you want to learn from her. Yeah. Specifically, apparently. Well, so. some U.S. US Americans, Americans don't have maps. And don't have Golf Channel. And, and It's so not you... the Golf Channel. It's another channel. Oh, it is? I think it's called the Back Nine Network or something oh. something like that. How much distribution does the Back Nine Network you, have? You will it be depressed. It better not be 20 million plus because... <laughs> God. You will be depressed, I'm sure, by hearing the oh, answer to that question. Oh, my gosh. You would not believe the stupid, stupid, stupid yeah, network. network. That have more distribution than the Blaze does. All right, Back Nine Network has how many how many households? See if I can find it. Do we have a drum roll? Give us a drum roll. I don't have an answer yet. Why would you, (laughs) Jeffy? Do you have? It's on Directv, so it's got uh, twenty. Twenty-one million at least, Plus. right? Yeah, once you're on Directv. Jeez. Um, They've got here. They got Ahmad Rashad has a show on Back Nine. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Kate Upton, co-host of Off Par, 
and she they describe her as an American model and TV personality. So that's good. I, I, I do. I, there's something about her that I just want her to succeed. Yeah. I don't know why. I just I, yeah. I, I, I like that. I want that story to end really positively. And she's done. You know, she's had a good run. So hopefully this works out. Yeah. Yeah. Hope so. Uh, I'm just. I, I can't quite recover from the back nine network being all over the place. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's patents too. Uh, let's see. On the uh, CMAs last night, uh, your friend, uh, you know, who you'd like to be a friend with. So she actually, uh, Carrie I, mean, I wouldn't say she's my friend anymore. We, we've lost touch, but uh, she. <laughs> you never had touch. There was a time. You never, when well, you I didn't have There touch. was a time. That's true. I think There's never been a time touch. when he's had touch with Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood and Brad Paisley uh, mocked Taylor Swift last night yeah, because she. Uh, she left country music and went, went uh, pop, and so they were talking about that uh, during the CMAs. Postpartum Taylor Swift disorder. Or, as it's more commonly known, mm -hmm. PPTSD. Why isn't our government doing something about this? I'll be the first one to say it. President Obama does not care about postpartum Taylor Swift disorder. I'm pretty sure that's why the Democrats lost the Senate. But, I mean... Just cheering. It was a big campaign issue, remember? It was a, a big campaign issue. You, ha you got the sense of that cheer was not for the joke. No. That cheer was, that for, was for the, the Senate being lost yes. by Democrats. You have to love the country music audience. And, and the country music performers, they're all... Yeah, not so, all, I don't but know. many yeah. of them. I mean, I get the sense I, the performers are not nearly as conservative as the audience. I think is, a lot of them are. Some of them are. Obviously, Tim McGraw and uh, Faith Hill, not so much. Are not at all. Not so much. I got the, what, Who's um, uh, Blake Shelton's wife? Uh, Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert. Mm -hmm. I, she didn't look like she was having a good time at she all. She didn't. She just looked pissed the entire yeah, time. Did. And she yeah. had just come off the stage from performing mm -hmm. uh, a song that was not country at all. Um, and it then, wasn't even her song. No, right? it was. She was with some pop, yeah. and it was like one of those like mesh, you know, like a, you know, she was just singing the all about the bass song with a girl who sings that. Um, but uh, then she comes off, and she's like, like Blake Shelton was the butt of basically every joke, and he seems to have a really good. Yeah, he was fine. But then she was just like, she's looked pissy the whole time. I know. She looked nasty. I don't know what her deal is. I don't know. Uh, but then there was uh, some more from from Brad and Carrie. I know he doesn't care because I asked him. When did you ask the president? Yesterday. I jumped the White House fence, ran across the lawn. Door was wide open. He was in the East Room meeting, and I said, Mr. President, are you upset about this Taylor Swift situation? And I'll never forget what he said. What did he say? No. <laughs> wow. That's, that's funny. It's yeah, a, it's a good award show. I, I'm not a huge country music fan, but it's a good award show, right? Yeah. I mean, it's decent. Yeah. Is Lisa a big fan? Is huge it? country fan, yes, yeah. uh, every year. In fact, I will typically watch this. I did not catch much of it. I only caught this open uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, but I usually will watch it as uh, Carrie Underwood will wear approximately 35 different outfits, uh, which is always a highlight. Yeah. You're going to have to tune in for that. Apparently she's pregnant. That came out during the monologue. Well, well it came out pictures. to you people. <laughs> you can tell during the monologue. <laughs> you can tell those pictures, too. Agonizing. <laughs> Nothing. Excuse me. What? Nothing. What was that? All right. Um, yeah, that was, it was pretty good though. It's a solid show. It's it's one of the, it's the best award show. Yeah, it's I not think. bad. Um, and uh, I mean, it's not the Back Nine Network. It is not the Back Nine Network. I'm trying to find out how many. What I'll the, tell you right now. Okay. Not the Back Nine Network. Um, 
Distribution it, of? It has, uh, with DirecTV and a national direct broadcast satellite service, mm -hmm. uh, gives Back 9 access to 20 million homes. Jeez. 20 million. Okay, well, good Well, actually, right well, now, we them. do have 20 million homes, thanks to DISH. Uh, Dish thanks Network. to Thank DISH, we very do. Much, we have more than that, probably. Uh, yeah, uh, probably. They um, have not succeeded mm -hmm. in gaining, it says here. They have not uh, in uh, Comcast, Cox, Time Warner, Cablevision. And this story was dated when? Earlier when they went on in Hartford, so sometime. I well, mean, there's uh, been, like, this year. the Turtle Network. The Turtle Network. has 70 million, 70 million households. Right. Now, the I Turtle mean. Network, I will say, has some good programming. <laughs> and uh, there's that, that one, with the, the, that crawling show. Right. You watch that? Yes, I oh, saw that. Right. Yeah, I saw that. One time, were, I, saw, one time I saw this, this one turtle <laughs> made it back and forth on the cage no, in an hour. No way. In an hour. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I watched that the whole thing. It had to be riveting. It was. Did you tape it? I it hope you I have it. Yeah, I have it on DVR. Mitch McConnell headlines the weeknight show. Very true. Uh, uh, by the way, we should uh, say not only are we on Dish in 14 million homes just on Dish right now, um, and thank you so much for Dish, and please go to their Facebook page and say, hey, Dish, thanks a lot for putting us uh, putting the blaze on. Uh, we'd really appreciate you doing that. But in addition to that, we're up to, I think, 84 different cable systems across America. We're adding these things all the time, mm -hmm. and we don't come out every time and tell you about them, um, you know, largely because it would just it's not going to affect 90% of the country, you know what I mean? It, but you should keep checking with your cable provider because a lot of these cable providers have actually added us. It might be a channel you're not used to, used to going by, and you don't even know it's there. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're listening on Blaze Radio or uh, if you're, you know, you're at uh, the McDonald's in Fairfield, Texas, which we learned yesterday uh, ha has us on, on on the dish. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're doing that, check it with your local cable system because you might already have the Blaze. And if you don't, call them and, and, and while you're there, just you know, bug them and say, hey, add it, please. Uh, Jeffy, who was the artist that was talking about uh, the streaming, the money in, in streaming uh, music? Aloe Black. Aloe Black? Yeah, Aloe, A-L-O-E, Black. Black. Okay, amazing story. Black. This is an incredible story, I think. Um, he's talking about what he calls the abhorrently low rates songwriters are paid by streaming services, uh, enabled by outdated federal regulations, uh, and that's why none of these guys are making any money now. So it, it's kind of weird. Everything has changed. The music industry especially has changed so much that people can't figure out how to monetize the industry anymore. It used to be that you put out a record. People had to go to the record store and buy that record for $9.99 or $12.99 or whatever it was. And then the artist got a certain amount of that money and the songwriters got a certain percentage of that money. But... With the streaming online, they don't have a great deal with them right now. And he says that it took roughly one million plays on Pandora for a songwriter to earn $90. A million. So a song is heard a million times on Pandora, and the artist who wrote that song gets 90 bucks for that? That's horrifically bad. It used to be. I mean, one hit song would make you pretty set for life sometimes. Certainly a hit album would have. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, though, because the thing is, you know, a lot of people, I think that my initial instinct is to say, okay, uh, well, then a radio station, you know, a radio station would never play a song. You know, all radio stations in America don't play a song 168 million times. So, But in reality, it's about how many people hear it, right? Not how many right, times yeah. it's played. Right. So it, it would, uh, I mean... 
$168 million, and the guy made $4,000 off of that. Yeah, he said $1 million spins on Pandora is good for about 90 bucks, but it streamed 168 million times in the U.S. total, which yielded him $12,359. But that had to be split mm -hmm. three ways, so he got $4,000 out of it. Now, is that for just for... Because he also sang on that song. Yes. Um, yeah, so he didn't get anything. I don't think Avicii gave him anything for that. $4,000. And the song was... Do you guys know the song? I, I didn't. It was yeah, Wake, Wake Me, Me Up. up. Yeah. Probably know if I heard it, but um, it's really good. I would say I'm sure. I'm sure, Jeffy, you're in tune with with the culture. It's Avicii, I love mm -hmm. Avicii. Yeah, no, you've said that so many times. That's like, I mean, that's what I think of when I think of you as Avicii. Um, <laughs> but uh, I wonder though, does that mean that Avicii's bringing in lots of cash, and uh, and this guy's just pissed off about that situation? Like, what's Avicii making for this thing? What's the artist making? Well, he's... now look, songwriters are important, but I mean, I'm wondering if that's just a bad deal for songwriters with artists. Uh, the way he puts it, it sounds like 12359 was the total amount of money from Pandora they got. In it says that yielded $12,359 in domestic royalties, which were split among three songwriters and our publishers. So, okay, the songwriters and publisher got that. So that's not the artist. What did the artist get? What did the artist I don't get? know. I don't know what the artist It gets. would be interesting to see that. that. Yeah, it would. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm wondering how. I know. I, I was, there's some artist that I you know, follow, and, and, and she uh, had released some uh, CD at one point and actually wrote something to the effect of, uh, you can buy it here or stream it here, but please buy it because for, if you stream it, I only get point zero 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 one cents. And it wasn't like just a joke. It was like the actual amount they right. got per streaming. It was something ridiculously low. I'm Oof. making that number up. But it was so small that, like, you know, for someone who's an up-and-coming artist, not getting 168 million plays, mm -hmm. you're talking about somebody getting, you know, a 1,000 plays leads to a cent. Well, what does that mean? You know, this is what we talked about with, um, uh, it was... Uh, the um, the guy uh, the guy from Korea who did the Gangnam Style thing oh, is he, yeah. he Korean I think yeah yeah and uh, he South Korean South Korean right? yeah Sai that's yeah. right and at one point they said there was an article that they said that because he had a billion plays on YouTube a billion he made a million dollars now think of how impossible it would be to get to a billion plays on YouTube. And he That's only made crazy. a million dollars. I think the That's number million. now is a little bit higher. I think it's more like six or eight million he would get for that. But still, I mean, so you got to get to 200 million. I mean, getting to 200 million views on YouTube and you make, you know, I mean, you make good money for that. But still, 200 million views, you're talking about almost a view for almost everybody in America. Yeah. And Our Kate Upton video only got, in this story, says it got 61 million. The maps video. Now, yeah, but see that, and that's that though is not hers, right? She gets nothing from that. That probably comes not. from that, that money would go to whoever broadcasts. All that ABC gets her or... is notoriety. Yeah, that's right. it. Gets us to play it over and over and over for seven years. <laughs> Lucky her. <laughs> that's all I got her. But uh, you're welcome. Kate. So I don't. I, that's the problem now. Is how do you monetize music anymore? Because music. Very few people are buying the CD, other than Taylor Swift, I guess, because she sold yeah. one one and a quarter million in a week. One point two eight seven. The, the that's the still going to bring you some money since two thousand two, and at the point when the last the, the, that was Eminem's uh, CD that came out in two thousand two. At that point, overall music was selling double what it is now. So think about what wow. a bigger achievement. It's a much greater Holy achievement cow. for Taylor Swift than it was oh, for yeah. Eminem. I mean, this is completely out of nowhere in the music industry. I mean, they were thinking 600 to 700,000 uh, copies, and they were excited about that. She did 1.3 million almost. Did Incredible. she make the right move going pop or what? 
Well, the, the la- her last two, though, CDs and country, did the same thing over a million. Oh, that's true. Yeah. This is so, third I mean, time for she them. can just do whatever she wants. And that's, you know, I like her. So that's great. I do too. You know, at least it's not some, you know, it's not Kanye West. Yeah, thank you. You know God. what I mean? Thank God. Yeah. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven back. More patents too coming up. Great tweet from McLean. Says I'm at the mall and all the TVs in the food court have Pat and Stu on That's the blaze. Now, first of all, can we show show Jeffy? This would be interesting if you'd see live sales because just show Jeffy for a second if we could. Right now, sales are okay. They're okay, and now they drop. The food court, the food sales drop to zero. Now they're back. Ah, they're okay. They're not good, but now they're horrible. Um, yeah, uh, please keep sending those. What's happened is, um, you know, there's this dispute, whatever, Dish uh, has this dispute going on with, with, with Headline News, and they put mm-hmm. us on, which we really appreciate. I mean, and, and, and it's been yeah. great for viewers. We can now, we're now seen in all 14 million homes w- w- with Dish, uh, which is fantastic. But a lot of people just threw on Headline News as sort of filler programming. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're at the mall, they throw on Headline News, they figure out ah, whatever else put on Headline News. So it just ro- runs there all day. Now we're on. Our fat faces are on all these places. So if you go into a McDonald's or a, a mall or wherever you are, tweet us your photos uh, at uh, World of Stew or at Pat and Stew, and uh, we will make a big deal about it because we think it's really funny. It's fun. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, from Rama, 13 strange signs and unnecessary warning labels. Most of the products we buy, from clothing to power tools, have some kind of warning label on them. And some are useful. Some are just plain stupid, I think, I think we'd all agree. Here's an assortment of some of the strange signs and warning labels uh, to amuse and confound us. Articles of value should not be left on seats whilst receiving Holy Communion. (laughs) Are they really that worried people are going to steal stuff? (laughs) Uh, Also, we have caution, do not swallow. Uh, Morellis cleaners. Seems like a joke, though. Look, look at the cartoon. Uh, I, the cartoon looks like they're joking. The guy has <clears> actually yeah. swallowed a whole hanger. I don't think that they're really actually <laughs> worried about that particular thing. All right, uh, next up, uh, warning. These are the equipment at your own risk if you are 40 years old or have any other ailment. So being 40, wow, mm. I'm getting close. So uh, it's a trampoline. Mm-hmm. So if you're 40... Uh, you can't get on a trampoline? No, trampolines are dangerous. But the whole okay. point is that 40 years old is equi- equated with an ailment. That's nice. 40 years old or have any other ailment. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about, uh, let's see, wear safety goggles uh, um, uh, while opening letters. That does not seem I don't like good, uh, a good idea. No. Really? You have to freaking, uh, no. like, come on. It's just stupid. Um, next up, Chipotle. Uh, drivers do not carry burritos. Drivers don't carry burritos. That one's just like a jokey one. Obviously, people so. like the burritos. Yeah, I think uh, so. They're very tasty. I do like the, I like Chipotle. I'm on a Chipotle kick right now. Like, I'm going there constantly right now. Are you really? Yeah, they, they released some new vegetarian thing. Yeah. Um, Sofritas. Not interested. Oh, so. they, I just can't I stop bet you going. Are. I'm going all the time. Sorry. And then, of course, this. Caution. Of course. Hot. It's obviously a, a cup of coffee from somewhere. Uh, avoid pouring on crotch area. <laughs> That's a, that's always a good safety tip, but you would think you, that might be inherent in your I, DNA that you would just assume 
Not a good idea to pour a hot liquid into your crotch area. That's from the lawsuit, of course. And yeah. there's a, yeah. there's an the actual lawsuit. there's a documentary I've been meaning to watch for a while that that attempts to make the case that it was not a frivolous lawsuit at all. Oh really? Um, yeah, and I can't. I, I can't remember. It's like uh, it's. I think it's on Netflix. I trying think. to make the case that it was that they were serving it too hot. Yeah, that. like the, the idea of that lawsuit is like it's mm -hmm. been used as the example of a horrible lawsuit for so long. And the idea is that they actually McDonald's was at fault there, and she right. was terribly burned. And, and I've heard that before. Although still, again, you know, I mean, you do expect it to. How be How was hot. McDonald's at, at fault By when serving. you bought coffee and you put it in your crotch area? Uh, and then you drive away. Well, I think that the case is, uh, A, she was actually horribly burned by it. B, right. uh, it was... It's hot, hot coffee. It yeah. was hotter than than you would typically make coffee right. for some reason. There was some... They made it extra super hot. For and C, I think there was a problem with the cup that may have had it... Either the cu mm. cup, the lid wasn't put on correctly or whatever, and that's part of the reason it spilled. I have to watch that documentary, though, because I'm with mm. you, typically. Like, all right, it's hot mm -hmm. coffee. You might... Drop it might happen to you. I mean, yeah. that's kind of part of the deal when you walk up there. You might wind up spilling it on yourself, and it's, it's going to burn you if it happens. Yeah, and there's a part of coffee that uh, leads you to believe it might be hot, and that's the hot coffee part, <laughs> the hot part of the coffee. Mm -hmm. Hot coffee. Yeah. You kind of think it, it leads you to believe it kind of takes you down the road that it might be more than warm. It might be right, but if they if they gave it to you to some boiling like scalding level, and you put it in your mm -hmm. mouth and it torched your mouth beyond belief somehow. I mean, you, like, there's a certain temperature they're supposed to serve it. They're mm -hmm. not supposed to serve it at 18,000 degrees. And it seems to me, if I remember right, they were serving it, the drive-thru was serving it hotter so that it would stay hot longer oh, for really? the drive-thru anyway, or something. I, don't I mean, know. if they served lava the in a cup, that right. might be, right. uh, you know, you might be lava. It's called hot coffee, apparently, it's, by it's the way, the documentary. Hot coffee. It's hot um, coffee. Uh, documentary right. and the drink, both called hot coffee. This one is called Warning, No Swimming If You Can't Swim. Yeah, that's a good uh -huh. safety tip right there. I don't know about that All one. Right. And then there's uh, uh, alcohol may intensify this effect. Use when operating a car. Don't, but it's a, but it's don't a, use when operating a car or dangerous machinery. And it's for, uh, it's for a dog. It's yeah, medicine it's, for a dog. Yeah. Probably the dog wouldn't be operating. And you don't want to uh, feed yourself to animals, as this sign warns you. Please be safe. Don't stand, sit, climb, or lean on fences. If you fall, animals could eat you. And that might make them sick. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> Okay. But half of those are jokey. Yeah. But yeah. still fun. Yeah. Back in a minute. There we go. Uh, it's called Polaris Fashion Place. It's in Columbus, Ohio. This is a new policy here in the program. Um, mm. Whenever you see the show on in uh, some random location where they used to have headline news on, uh, uh, then let us know, and, and we're going to make a big deal out of it. Or maybe they've always carried the blaze. That's true. We don't know. You, we don't know. We don't know that. It seems to be happening more, though, these days. Yeah, it does. Um, so, see, look at See, we're now... Now broadcasting from live in the food court at Polaris Fashion Place in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so we've we've officially made it. Hi, Hi everybody. Hi, Polaris Fashion Place Hi. in Columbus, Ohio. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's uh, Pat and Stu. Um, apparently, the number of uh, people on active monitoring, Ebola watch, 
uh, in New York City has tripled. So that's good news. Good news, yeah. So really good news there is that uh, they're, they've tripled the number of people they're actively watching and monitoring. Uh, according to officials, um, it's gone from 117 to 357. Most people on the list arrived in New York City over the past 21 days from Ebola-affected uh, countries. I st still don't understand. I don't understand why you don't stop them from coming from here from Ebola-affected countries. It seems to make sense. Isn't it better, though, I mean, you know, seriously, to you let them in the country, you let them mm -hmm. walk around, let them do their thing for a while, check in with them occasionally. But you monitor them. Yeah, so you, you know, know. You don't stop them from doing anything, no, but no, you no. watch them do it. No. That's you, you watch them do it, and then that way you That's can get great. a good sense, okay, they ran into about three, 500 people mm -hmm. yesterday, so in case they wind up with Ebola, we're we going to have to monitor them, too. I'll have to just kind of just mentally remember remember the 500 people that they were with uh, but when that happens we'll monitor them too it's a great it's a great it's way great. of doing it i think yeah mm -hmm. others being monitored are the staff caring for uh, dr craig spencer who's the physician who's got ebola um, and all of those being monitored showed no symptoms but are being checked out of an abundance of caution as we always hear about now i i've heard no word on how that doctor is doing have you no i haven't heard an update on that one Ever since the uh, Dallas thing died down, nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah, and the other thing is um, we actually found out that one doctor had Ebola, went to the treatment center in uh, uh, Georgia, and then was released. And then they said, oh, by the way, we had a doctor who had Ebola in our, in our hospital. We're like, wait, what? They didn't even tell us about it because he didn't want to be identified. So maybe this could be the same thing here. He's looking like, I don't want any more attention. Don't tell anybody anything. And uh, we're apparently honoring that. Well, because of HIPAA laws, do you have to? I think maybe you have to. Maybe. I don't know. Um, 70 uniformed officers of the U.S. Public Health Commission Corps will be uh, heading to Liberia to treat Ebola patients. Obama promised uh, the country 4,000 troops heading over will not treat Ebola patients. The uh, Corps is part of the Health and Human Service Department, and they're going to open a clinic outside uh, Liberia. This weekend, they're tasked with treating Liberian doctors and nurses who contract the deadly disease. But why are doctors and nurses contracting the deadly disease? They're supposed to be dressed like this, and that's supposed to be enough, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I keep hearing that, oh, no, they're, they're totally safe when they wear the gear. Uh, so if they just wear the gear, they're not going to get it. Uh, golly, gee whiz, it wouldn't be a real neato, Wally, if they got it. And they keep getting it. Why? I, I would think they'd want to answer that question. But yeah. they don't. Uh, doesn't they seem don't like to be a high priority. The only thing that seems to be a high priority is insulting people who think people shouldn't fly here from Ebola countries. Yeah. That seems to be the only priority in this particular crisis, which is odd. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Mm -hmm. uh, also, scientists see viruses like Ebola do something they didn't know about until now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They're finding out new stuff about this every day. And like you said... But if you ask any questions about it, like, hey, uh, why, why you, they act like you're the dumbest science denier in the world. Scientists say there's no so risk why do you of this keep spreading. bringing it up? Why? Well, do uh, you have a reason there, Pat? Filoviruses like Ebola were recently, recently discovered to do something scientists say they didn't know about before what? now. They edit their genes as they infect the hosts. What? The research published this week in the American Society for uh, Microbiology's journal, M-Bio, revealed insight into how phylo or filoviruses 
behave during the replication and transcription of their genetic code. I'm sure you understood all of that. Obviously. Ebola and Marburg viruses were the specific strains studied. So they didn't know how they act uh, until now, and yet they act like they do everything uh, leading up until now. Yeah, that's all, though. Uh, other than don't that, about they're it. perfect. Don't worry about it at all. Other than that, they know everything about everything. Don't don't start in on on that they don't know everything about the climate because they do. They edit no. their genes. Yeah, they edit their genes. So that's almost like mutating. It sounds like it. Mm-hmm. It sounds huh. like it. Huh. Now, we, on huh. this network, we do edit the screen when Jeffy's genes are shown. Uh, we blur them. <laughs> Uh, just so you don't get too much. I mean, we are on in restaurants and uh, food courts around America right now, so it's kind of important that people can we blur his can oh. we blur his jeans right now? Uh, we got a this is uh, ah constantly updating, uh, constantly updating you on everything that's happening. Mindy says uh, we're on at uh, Price Chopper. Nice. I don't know what that is. It's a supermarket, and uh, we are happy to be on. We are. Happy to be on the, at Price Chopper. Let us know where these places are when you tweet in. That would be helpful. Because, yeah, I don't know, Price Chopper, where. It's right down there at the strip mall. Maybe is it right, the road right down there. Right. It's right there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, give us the exact location. You don't have to give your GPS coordinates, but uh, no. give us a... Give us your General location. location. Yeah, well... Um, City would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, and we can tell you if... Because I know there's some uh, localities that have banned the image of Jeffy. Uh, especially well, in some food. localities, we don't need to remind them that I'm that you're somewhere. out there. <laughs> Jeffy's in that weird place where he's on TV all the time, but he does not want to be famous. Uh, <laughs> lots of people already looking for Jeffy uh, <laughs> around the country. His posters are even more plentiful than the screens we're on. Uh, and uh, you okay there, Jeffy? No, fine. fine. Okay. <laughs> you look like you're sweating a little bit. No, no, fine. Okay. No, all right. uh, Greg in Colorado. Hi, you're on the Patents Stew Show. Hey guys, how's it going today? Good. Good. Hey, I had um, heard you guys talking about that documentary, Hot Coffee, mm-hmm. and I've seen that documentary. And a couple things that got to me about it was one is they, they do the typical man on the street thing where they talk to people about it. They initially say, oh, it was all her fault. Then they show her the pictures of how badly she was burned, and they were horrific burns. I mean, it was really bad. Yeah. But when you go on into the story that she had been handed the, tub, the cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. She put it between her legs. She then opened up the top, which had been put on properly, in order to add some cream and sugar. And that's when she spilled the coffee on herself. And I was interested in you know the temperature of the coffee because they mentioned that it was very hot. Mm-hmm. So I got online, Googled the Coffee Trade Association for the United States, and they have all their guidelines for brewing coffee and everything. Mm-hmm. McDonald's was right there where they say to brew the, co- the temperature to brew the coffee and to keep the coffee, they have maximum flavor. And so, you know, I feel sorry for the lady that she hurt herself, but, you know, if I take a bottle of acid or something and I accidentally pour it on myself, it's not the acid company's fault. Yeah. It wasn't McDonald's fault that she opened up the cup and spilled it on herself. Now, I had heard the case that they had so, prepared I mean, it as, as too hot. Appreciate to call, um, Greg. Thank you. That's, that's interesting. And I yeah, think that I, is the real, but the real case, I think, is she was really badly burned. 
and you're and obviously your human emotion takes over and says well i'm going to take out the rational part of this discussion because this poor person has been hurt that's not how you make legal decisions though mm -hmm. um and uh you know if she i thought the top was was put on incorrectly and if that caller is right which i think he he may be as we were kind of looking at it in the break uh, you know, if you spill something really hot on yourself, even if it is a few degrees above what it's supposed to be, I don't know that you can get millions of dollars for that. I mean, I, it's terrible, and I, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm sure, you know, it's really hard for them to go through, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a human emotion attached to it. When you see someone hurt and someone struggling with something like this, you, you want to find somebody to blame. You want to blame the evil mm -hmm. big company with the clown mascot. I get it. I don't know that it's. I don't know that that's the right thing to do, though. And even with that additional information, it, it still doesn't seem like the right thing. I don't think so. I was being told uh, during the break that the recommended the recommended temperature for coffee is 175, and McDonald's kept theirs at 195 to 205. But that seems to be in conflict with what he just told us. So I don't know. 205 would be almost boiling. Is it possible that they yeah, have two twelve that's sticking hot? Two twelve, two twelve is boiling. So the thought was supposedly that they kept it extra hot because you're in your car and you're not drinking it right away. So it's going to cool down slowly, and if mm. you don't get to it, you're going to be pissed off at McDonald's, thinking, "Oh, they didn't give me hot coffee." When so that's not a did. good time to pour it in your crotch. You don't want to pour it in your crotch no. really at any time. Uh, that's uh, we what? should ask the guy from the coffee association whether. Uh, you're supposed to put hot coffee in your crotch. Triple eight seven two seven back. Okay. I think she wound up with what? I think she sued for four million and wound up with four hundred thousand. Does that sound right? I, th I think that's where that. Oh ended really? Up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have another location here, uh, by okay. the way, uh, where people are tweeting in there <clears throat> where they are seeing us. Oh look, we are at at a McDonald's, and in, in, in Indiana, Mishawaka. In Mishawaka, Indiana, right next to a Big Mac promotion, which is actually pretty logical. That's um, appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, I'd um, call that appropriate. Really, shouldn't we be the show that's on in fast food restaurants anyway? I mean, it, yes. isn't it a Travis Shem mockery this wasn't already yes. occurring? Yes. I mean, we eat fast food for approximately 45 to 50 percent of the show anyway. So, I mean, we should probably be on these establishments. Definitely. Uh, but there we are. And there's, is that Glenn's? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is okay. from uh, earlier today. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Leanne in Missouri. Hi, you're on the patents, too. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, just you were speaking about um, being on DirecTV and DISH and, and being carried on uh, several cable companies. And mm -hmm. thought I'd let you know that every time I go into Sam's Club uh, to go shopping, which is once or twice a month, of course, you're accosted immediately by the direct TV representative who wants to switch you over. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I say to the fellow every time is, well, I'll think about it uh, when you start carrying the blade. <laughs> Good. Now, Good. Every time I do it, they look incredibly crestfallen. <laughs> and more than one of the gentlemen has told me, that's all we hear out of people. Oh, really? Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like just that thought, a lot. I just thought you guys would like to know. I hope they pass that on to their superiors. I know. They do. Yeah. They rotate they Thank those you. guys. Thank uh, you, I talked to the one guy at uh, the Walmart uh, <clears throat> in our neck of the woods, and uh, he, I asked him if he hears it. And he said, not so much here, but he rotates the one in Mesquite. Because mm -hmm. I hear that from those people down there all the time. So hmm. Mesquite. 
Yeah, that's true, man. I mean, just add it. Well, you know, just add it, and everything will be fine. That's Your cool. life will be much better. That's all you have to do. I mean, it's not that hard, mm. but uh, for some reason with DirecTV, it is. It seems to be that hard. Huh, wonder what that is. Couldn't be anything political. No. No, no. no you wouldn't Absolutely think so. 888 back. There's more patents, too. That's, you know, inevitable. We apologize. We're sorry if you're at McDonald's right now and you have to watch us. The jury awarded the old lady $2.86 million. Oh, wow. it's way more than I thought it was. Yeah. Huh. $3 million. $2.86 million. And they didn't spill it on her, remember? Well, despite how hot it was, they didn't spill it on her. She did it on her own. The judge knocked it back, though. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Another tweet comes in from uh, APR Coffee. We keep Pat and Stu on at the worldwide headquarters. Of APR nice. Coffee in nice. Des Moines. Uh, even though the tyrants killed our beloved JKPT. Oh, Boy, that's my a, gosh. Those are old time listeners. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, missing some. Uh, um, what's his face? The James K. Polk. What's his face? James K. Polk Tuesday. I, it's been so long. I forgot. Years I forgot ago. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that's probably resurrected that whole thing. So thankfully. Uh, uh, so uh, while you're uh, at your uh, mall or your uh, McDonald's or whatever coffee place uh, headquarters, uh, yep, uh, eating food today, you can uh, try one of these uh, potentially try one of these uh, pumpkin spice flavors. These are the new because pumpkin spice. The whole thing is really out of control at this point. It's a white girl thing. Thing we were told. Recently. A basic white right. girl. Basic white girl you know, thing. The typical white girl. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's what we're told to say. Um, so we have pumpkin spice M&Ms. Have you had these things yet? No. Where are the pumpkin spice M&Ms? Can we try those now? And then we'll... Natasha! Pumpkin spice M&Ms, please. All right. Just uh, okay. bring the table out with all the pumpkin spice uh, stuff for this segment, which because you have a bunch of... <laughs> I think I did actually have these at one point, but they're pretty good. I think they're all right. Not I've my favorite. Not my favorite. Pumpkin spice Hershey uh, Kisses. I mm. think I've had those, too. Pretty good. <laughs> Not my favorite, but pretty good. Um, pumpkin spice, uh, spice Pringles does not sound good no. to me. No. Jeffy? Yeah, I mean, take a pass I'll, I'll on that. <laughs> You'll, you don't need to fill in that, that detail. We kind of just know, we know that. whenever we're talking about a thing, you, you can just fill in you oh, saying, okay. I'll That's, eat it. No, I have not tried the you know, pumpkin spice. <laughs> pumpkin spice almonds? No. I don't like almonds Oh, I have anyway. had those. Those are yeah. good. Are, are they good? good? Yeah, you good. have had them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? have had them? This wife about, buys the, yeah, their buy, house is pumpkin spice. Yeah, she man. buys anything that says pumpkin spice. How about pumpkin spice egos? You had those? Yes. Pumpkin spice marshmallows? <laughs> I have had those, yes. Marshmallows? Oh, the marshmallows are definitely I've seen those at the house. I haven't eaten them, but I have seen them. I actually <laughs> have had those, too. You bet. Jamba juice smoothie? No, I've not been to Jamba juice in a while. Although I do, I do enjoy the Jamba juice. Yeah. Jamba, remember when that was so big? It, yeah, the Jamba it, juice yeah. was. Gigantic. They're big in, in New York. Um, Is there a reason and, we but, don't have a Jamba juice in front of us right now? I, especially when there's one right on the corner, pretty near these studios. I mean, where's the Jamba juice? Where's the <laughs> Natasha? We've talked about chipotle. We've talked about Jamba juice. We've mm-hmm. talked about pumpkin spice marshmallows. We How about got this? Pumpkin spice butter. Uh, pumpkin spice butter? I don't think I've had that one. For, wow. Country crock. Country crock. I haven't I, seen that around the store. I haven't eaten my wife country makes crock in a long pumpkin, time. <laughs> my wife makes the pumpkin butter for... Uh, that, yeah. For you, like so, homemade, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. This is just yeah. butter, though, with pumpkin spice flavoring. Right. You're talking about like apple butter, pumpkin butter type of stuff. Um, next up is the pumpkin butter, uh, pumpkin spice cream cheese, Ooh. which I also have had. Have not had that. Uh, <laughs> 
Now this stuff, when we're starting to get out of food, so now I haven't tried any of it. Uh, pumpkin spice Glade spray. Mm, no, no, don't have that. No. <laughs> pumpkin spice uh, shampoo, shower gel, and bubble, bubble bath. bath. No. Oh wait, I've had that first one. That that one back there I've seen before. The uh, the I guess shampoo. I've seen that before. That's the show. Around the house. That's, <laughs> That's on the, the shelf. Show. Yeah, yeah, that thing. I've, I've definitely <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> and uh, bubble bath. Uh, yeah. Let's see, that's the gel, I think. And then there is, is there the bubble bath, too? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. no, here's hand, hand uh, the hand gel, mm -hmm. um, which is, uh, I think, I don't, I don't know, know about that one. That. I may have had that. Hand sanitizer? May have had that. Pumpkin spice deodorant. Do you want to smell no. like, like pumpkin, pumpkin spice? spice under no. your arms? No, I don't. Mm -mm. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're using uh, hand sanitizer pumpkin spice, you might as well rub it under the armpit, too. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, thank yeah. you. Thank you for I, that. I, I, I mean, as long as you're putting it on your hands, you mm -hmm. might as well put it everywhere else. How about pumpkin uh, again, spice? Yeah, that's another thing we could fill in for almost every single comment yeah. that, that you make. Pumpkin spice dusting powder? <sighs> Come on. What is dusting powder? Nobody uses this stuff. What is dusting, dusting powder? powder? They're just making stuff up now. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, nobody uses it. Uh, would you eat pumpkin spice latte burger? Burger. Burger burger? A pumpkin mm -hmm. spice latte burger? This. No. Yeah. It's coffee flavored, too. A couple of years ago, some marketing exec decided that the official flavor of autumn would become pumpkin spice, and he was right. Uh, but the website says, so Starbucks made it into a la latte. Anthropology turned it into a candle, and the rest of the world followed suit. The funny thing is that all of these people are going crazy for pumpkin spice, aren't actually enjoying any real pumpkin. This is where Umami Burger comes in. We love fall. We love pumpkin. We love spice. Then it clicked. Let's make it make something real that showcases this season's flavor everyone's obsessed with. So they made it into a uh, burger. Uh, and it starts, if you know where an umami burger is, uh, it began November 5th. For four bucks, you can have, uh, it features kibacha squash, spiced uh, mascarpone cheese, or mascarpone, Mm. Garlic aioli and mm. coffee glaze on the restaurant's signature beef patty. The burger remains on the menu until the end of the holiday season, and it's going to be about twelve bucks. I that sounds nasty. Mm. I, I don't want any of that in my hamburger. But mm. uh, there it is. If you think you would enjoy that, and while we're looking at food, let's do this mm -hmm. list as well. This is all that is interesting. Com ten fast food fiascos. I think we featured this on another one. The all black cheeseburger, which yeah, looks disgusting because it has yeah, the black cheese and the black bun. That does yeah. not look tasty. Black food's a bad idea. Is this from Japan? I Didn't think we? it is. Yes. Yeah, I think it is. Yes. Yep. And then uh, the mixed spaghetti. We're, again, we're on in several McDonald's, and uh, I don't remember <clears throat> mixed spaghetti though. I would have I definitely either. tried it. Me too. Definitely would have tried that. McPizza, I did try, and it, it, well, the one I tried wasn't like that. It was actually just like uh, it looked like a normal pizza. There was a McDonald's pizza for a while years ago, which was not bad. You know, it was okay. Um, the taco burger from Taco Bell called the Bell Beefier. I don't remember that. Do you remember that? Bell Beefer sounds somewhat familiar, but I, I, I don't think I ever tried it. It was basically just a sloppy joe with uh, taco stuff put on it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, Nothing not. wrong no, with that. Not. You like the Frito burrito? That, yes. And that, that was not that's a fiasco. A yes. That was, that's a, that was not a, hit. a fiasco at all. We had the Frito pizza the other day from Papa John's. Yeah. That was good. That was good. That was pretty good. I've had one of those. Those are good. Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm going to stand by the Frito burrito. And the, the same Frito thing with the burrito. KFC Double Down. We tried that on the air a long time ago. Or Pat yeah. did. I didn't love it. 
But it was but it was not bad. It wasn't a fiasco. I wouldn't call it a fiasco. But I, I, I think they spent a lot of money probably on it thinking it was going to be gigantic. Right. And it really wasn't because everybody's like, well, uh, no, yeah. it's not that good. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was a good marketing gimmick. It got people to the store. We tried it when we were still in New York, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We were trying yeah. it. Because if you're going to get a chicken sandwich, I might as well get Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and people want, uh, they want their chicken sandwich on a bun. They don't yeah. want two pieces of meat to hold on to. And speaking of things that aren't fiascos, a Chick-fil-A sandwich and a chocolate shake are not in front of us right <laughs> now. Natasha! Okay. She's on her way. She's on her way now. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, how about the uh, the moulat or the pizza cake? Excuse me. Uh, this oh, is um, oh, that sounds gross. Only exists existed in uh, Canada, but I would. I don't totally, want that. I mean, I'm not a uh, you know certain You're toppings on there. I would not do, no, but I would be on good. that. Yeah, I would, I'm all about that. Uh, the moulatte, Dairy Queen, uh, had a fleeting thought of hmm, maybe it's not a good idea to have our new product named after something creepily close to a racial epithet. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the racial epithet is. Not up on my uh, racial dictionary at the uh, at the uh, at the mo at the moment. Especially when the uh, hue of said product mirrors the specific class of human beings. <laughs> I don't. Get I don't that, it's yeah. a stretch, man. That's stupid. Come on. I know. I know what it is. And we're being told a hundred times what it is from our people. I know what it is. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. The Burger King pumpkin burger, <clears throat> technically, of course, not made from pumpkin, made from squash, and only available in Japan. Uh, give that Burger a whirl. King pumpkin burger. Because it's made of pumpkin. Well, now you would eat that because it doesn't have meat yeah, in it. Right, I'd yeah. give it a shot. I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, and this is the big one: the 100 by 100 burger. Now, look, the 100 by 100 burger is not an actual item, okay? But you can go to um, In-N-Out Burger. Which where's the In-N-Out Burger? Can we can we get that in here now? Uh, if you haven't heard of this, uh, In-N-Out has a has a two by four burger you could order, which is essentially two hamburger patties and four slices of cheese. Now you you can do the algorithm, do the math. This is 100 burgers and 100 slices of cheese. Too much, Jeffy, for you? Could you, no. could you, could you pop that did, one down? Jeffy, did you have that for too breakfast this morning? Much. Yeah, he doesn't understand what you're saying. Yeah. doesn't understand the too much things. Much. Spoons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay, good. So that's, is that, somebody, did somebody do that? Uh, 100 by 100? Just yeah, to say they did, did it? Yeah, I guess so. We actually did this one. Um, we had friends uh, who worked. I, well, I've said this before. I worked at McDonald's. It was my first job. Uh, but after we left, uh, one of our friends worked there for a while and became like the manager. So we went in there one day and ordered. And it was like it was like a triple quarter pounder with the toppings being cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. So you have burgers, and the toppings are more burgers, and there are burgers on the top and the bottom. So it was like eight burgers, and then lots of slices of cheese and stuff. I remember it being pretty good. Um, but it's uh, it's been a while. That's a lot. It's been a while. Why I mean, do we have it's a also... pizza cake here? Where's the pizza cake? I mean, cake? that pizza cake looked good. No, no, we do, we do. It's, out, it's just, can we get the pizza cake in here? Jeffy wants to try the pizza cake. <laughs> it's got that bad boy up. We have another tweet that's come in to at Pat and Stew, or at World of Stew. I don't know, one of the two probably. Uh, here we go. Uh, yes, uh, there's uh, oh, Jeffy there at the Paddock like Bar in Lexington, Kentucky. Like to be yes, at the bar. Yes, There he is. I love it. This guy's just making like, people drink. He's right there. slamming Bacardi at uh, in the middle of the day. <laughs> Good for you. Forcing people to drink. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too is coming up. How is the screen not cracked? Whenever we put Jeffy on a screen, it cracks. No, not in a bar. Oh no! Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the right. alcohol Some, does something to the television. Hmm.
Special the lettuce. Special lettuce. Oh, wow. Oh, it's actually uh, yeah. 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 Actually it's a heating. Yeah, actually. Awesome. Was at McDonald's for lunch, and guess what channel their TVs were on? The Blaze TV. <laughs> so great. Here we are again. And Thank another you. Nice. We are taking over the nation we right are. now. We are. If you see, uh, if you go into an establishment that has us on, uh, tweet us a photo of it, and you know we'll put it on the screen. Because, you know, honestly, we have very little to talk about. So we're just mm -hmm. going to put If we can put pictures on all day, we'll do that. Well, People we don't want to see us, that's for sure. We have the greatest achievement in human history to talk about. We do? Yeah. Wow, that's kind of yeah, big. and I, it's pretty good. Dartmouth economics professor Douglas Irwin has an excellent op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, the ultimate global anti-poverty program. What do you think it is? What's the ultimate anti-poverty program? Spoons. Yes, spoons. It's exactly. Nice. Sorry, exactly. we're doing the show for Jeffy. Today. As reported by the World Bank on October 9th, uh, the share of the world population living in poverty has fallen. To 15%. Now, this is world poverty, right? Not yeah. just American right, poverty. Right, right. Uh, in, in 2011, 30, it was 36% so in what, 1990. And let's classify what that really is. Yeah. It, what it really is is real poverty. Like, so yeah. we, we call, pop, what, like, for example, our poverty line in the United States, if you're living at our poverty line, you're better off than 81% of the rest of the world. Not of the rest of the world's poor, but 81% of the rest of the world combined. And that's so we our idea of what poverty is, which is not like ideal and we all want it to go away, but it's totally different than what you think of as real poverty, which is, you know, Sally Struthers commercial. Yeah. Mosquitoes flying all over everybody. The real sort of poverty that you'd picture uh, in a late night infomercial. That's what we're talking about here. And that's gone from 36 percent in 1990 to 15% percent of the world. That is, that is an amazing achievement. Uh, the people, the, the people in the world, workers in the world earning less than a dollar twenty five a day has fallen from eight hundred eleven million to three seventy five. Hmm. That's amazing. Look at that. That's look, amazing. Look at this chart here. This is uh, from MJ Perry's uh, blog, uh, Carpe Diem. Look at that. I mean, that's amazing. 30, I mean, from 30, 31, 32, or almost 30 percent down to 15. Yeah, it was 36 percent. Uh, so 36 that, a little earlier than. Yeah. Uh, then well, the, this is, I guess no. this is, uh, this is a, yeah, this has a little That's bit a different measure. This less, is a dollar a day. Less, so yeah. this is a little bit different measure of what yeah. extreme poverty is. But the bottom line is it's falling across any measure, really. Uh, and, I mean, look at that. Down, 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 down. That's a tremendous thing. This is what environmentalists won't tell you when they say all the things we need to stop doing, how we need to go with more expensive energy. How, you know, this is, the, this is the result of all that stuff that capitalists brag about. This is it. Okay, this is a little different chart because we said... Yeah, this, this is, is also amazing, though, because we said uh, from 36% in 1990 to 15% in 2011. This says... Uh, the world poverty rate went from 80%, no, it fell by 80%, yeah. from 26.8 to 5.4. Oh, right. my God. And the difference is just, we're, this is just a dollar a day or less. The other a one is, is extreme poverty. But whatever, yeah. you can tell it's obviously good either way. It's the best um, in, the, in the past 25 years. It's the greatest achievement uh, in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. As far as poverty rate is concerned. And uh, they credit it to the spread of capitalism, uh, which, of course, I would fully agree with. Um, yes. you know, and there's some, there are other things as well, but uh, that's the main one. Uh, the spread of capitalism and, and, and free market innovations. This is what happens to societies. It happened to us early. And thank God it did. Because if it didn't happen to us early, who knows if someone else would have tried it. But luckily, mm -hmm. it did happen to us quick, we, quickly. We've, we've led the world for a long time. And, and enough people have at least picked up elements of what we were trying to do over the years while we've been dropping them. Uh, but have picked up elements of what we've been trying to do over the years. And, and to some degree, capitalism defeats your government. 
You know, like even if your government is terrible, China is a great example. China is a disastrous government. It's still to some degree communist. There's all sorts of controls over your life. But just the insertion of a little bit of capitalism is enough to turn millions and millions of people away from extreme poverty and towards, you know, a life that, you know, you and I would recognize. And that's, you know, it's fantastic. It's a great development. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't think it's, a, it's, it's not exactly an, uh, an overstatement to say it's one of the greatest accomplishments in human history. It's no. a big deal. I, I think it is. I, I think it's accurate uh, because, you know, poverty leads to what? It leads to death eventually. Hmm. It certainly can. It can lead to starvation. It can lead to, uh, you know, bad elements in your life coming into your life. Uh, it's, it's not good, that's for sure. And you've got to find a way to struggle out of it. And people do that in various ways. And sometimes there are nefarious ways. And yeah. so, um, you know, if you're, if you're doing well, if you're, if you're more prosperous, it's going to help overall. So uh, I think it is a great achievement. We do have another tweet coming in. Uh, people are watching uh, the show in random places all around America. Again, Pat gets the screenshot. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Are you just on the whole time? I guess so. I mean, do they not want to show like me a... or Jeffy? I understand that, but Adventist Hospital in Castle Rock, Calif uh, Colorado. They keep uh, getting me with my eyes closed, which I appreciate a lot. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny. Oh. It's great. <laughs> Try to take the worst possible <laughs> screenshots of us and send mm -hmm. them in so we can show them on That's TV. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. It's Castle Rock, Colorado, yeah. where Corey Gardner... Uh, Ban birth, birth control. control. You know, so. and I, I, are you, is that why they're there? Do you think I trying think to find so. remnants of birth control Very after possibly. it's been banned? Very That's possibly. probably what's going on at Adventist Hospital. Yeah. But uh, thank you uh, for watching and continue to send them in at World of Stew at Pat and Stew uh, wherever you are. If you see the show, mm -hmm. do that because I, we don't have a lot of other things to do. So right. we'd rather just show your tweets. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Uh, now we got uh, 10 regular for mental floss, 10 regular people who became memes. I, I, I don't even know what a meme is. What, what's a meme? I don't We've understand this. this term. Yeah, it's something We've, gets passed around a lot on the Internet. Think of it that way. It, it's just a, is it a picture? It usually is a picture, yes. Okay. Um, a college freshman, as a first uh, semester freshman, Griffin Kiritsi. Uh, agreed to do an interview for Reader's Digest, complete with a photo shot for the, of the UNH uh, campus. Not a big deal. I can post for a few snapshots. The images ended up in other articles, mostly boring about freshman life and college finances. Then the Reddit community got their hands on the one that will forever be known as college freshman, the inept and ill-informed young adult who is almost always killed while attempting new things. He also reports uh, that being a meme hasn't had any real negative effects on his life. I plan on being the college freshman until I die. Yes, yeah, so this is... This is the meme right here. Yeah, like so. It is a. It is actually picture a picture with the words on it. Usually, yeah, and, and and it's always you change the words, making a joke. Okay, I don't. Uh, a, the definition from uh, here is uh, an idea, behavior, or style that spreads from person to person within a culture. You've spread some things from person to person, Jeffy. Within several cultures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I understand. All right, then there's the suburban suburban mom meme. Uh, Carly Phillips is a romance novelist, mother of two. Uh, in May 2011, her author photo was appropriated for the Sheltering Suburban Mom series. It's a fact that uh, she learned just recently thanks to a Redditor who posted a link to, on her Facebook fan page when someone explained to her that the image was used to make jokes about uptight, hypocritical, and sometimes <laughs> racist mothers. Phillips says her initial reaction was horror and fury and hurt. After she was told uh, that the joke wasn't about her, but about overly protective moms who don't practice what they preach, 
She said she felt a bit better about the whole thing. It would still piss me off if they were using it. And it's essentially like it's the face you make, uh, you know, like that. It's it's very stereotypical, right? I mean, it's it's, you're saying this. She looks like a mom who would say something like this. And that's why these things are used. Um, Skeptical baby. 2011. uh, (laughs) I mean, he does look like a skeptical baby, I will say. You mean to tell me spooks don't actually spoons. sound like airplanes? Yeah, spooks. Oh, spooks, yeah. not spooks, yeah. That's far, okay. far away. <laughs> CIA references there? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, they came out uh, so well that Dave posted one to Reddit. This is the skeptical baby. Within hours, Dave's son Mason was the star of his very own meme. How about sheltered college freshman? Karen Portillo? She mm-hmm. looks sheltered. She just looks like a normal <laughs> She looks like a normal girl. Uh, all right. Uh, then you got senior freshman. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Okay. All a right. lot of college jokes <laughs> here, but that's a funny one. Uh, success kid, mm-hmm. little Sammy Griner, wasn't a year old in August of 2007 when his mom, uh, photographer Lanny, snapped a picture of him on the beach with a handful of sand. She titled it, Why I Oughta, on Flickr. And then by January 2008, the picture is making the rounds of MySpace. But it shows you how old that one is. Yeah. Uh, why I Oughta, cut the tags off my pillow. World didn't explode. It's more of like celebrating uh, mm-hmm. some achievement. Uh, you got uh, too damn high. If your rent is too damn high, Jimmy McMillan is your high, is your guy. You remember this one? Yes, yeah, so uh, I do remember this uh, one. Of course, uh, hipster barista Dustin Matheson was uh, placed in regional and national barista competitions, and uh, he actually looks like the stereotypical barista. I'll give yes, him a mission. Yes, he does. <laughs> he deserves this. One. That one looks like. I mean, that's that's the most fitting one that we've seen so far, probably. Then you got the ridiculously photogenic guy. And Remember, we did, this, we did this one on the air when this happened. This is a guy just running in a marathon, a random photo, and he's just like the perfect picture of him uh, smiling. <laughs> it is great. That's how I look after 26-mile yeah. run. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. And then uh, Vancouver Riot Kiss. Do we have that one as I can't well? run 26 feet, so... Oh, yeah. No, this is, I remember true. this one, too. Remember the, in the Vancouver Riot? This, these are photoshops of it, but these two were just making out in the... In the uh, in the in the middle of the street, Maybe we talked about oh, this at the time. Really? Yeah, during the ri- the riots in Vancouver, <laughs> and now they're being placed in front of the OJ. Uh, so they were at chase. the Coliseum, <laughs> and they're in traffic. They uh, when uh, Ali knocked out Frazier. Yeah, they were there. They were held up by uh, the hockey guy instead of the cup. Wow, <laughs> who knew? So they're knew? everywhere. It's got to be weird because these things get passed around the internet all the time, and it's, uh, they're actual real people. This happens with yeah. um, stock photography. If if you you know a lot of times you'll see like if you go to like some doctor's office website or your local doctor's office, typically it's built with uh, you know something like you know I've talked about Weebly before, yeah. but you, you can use um, uh, you know a service to build a a, a good-looking website, and you'll use stock photography a lot of times. So you get the point. Here's a doctor. Here's a patient. And those generic photos oftentimes get used for something completely different. Uh, and uh, not all the time. I mean, you sign your rights away to them. I mean, they take the photos, and they can use them in advertisements, and maybe you get comp- compensated at some level. But usually they just pay you to take the pictures, and that's it. They go wherever they go. Uh, and sometimes you're in your you're in. But that was the uh, healthcare.gov girl. Remember that? Yeah. Remember yeah. she was on there. That's right. Like everyone was like, I, I hate this website so much, and this poor girl is just sitting there. Like I just took a couple of pictures. So she was a meme. 
at well, one point. Not really. Or whatever. Not exactly. No. Maybe no. I don't. You really maybe don't, I understand, still don't understand the meme. We're going to take a break and explain the term <laughs> meme to Pat, and then we'll come back on the other side. Are you a meme right now? No, I'm not. you're no. on the camera right now. No, Pat. It's not we're a meme. Meme. Look, we're a meme now. That's not a photo. It, the whole no. studio is becoming a meme. No, that's not how this look works. Look at it. It's, and you could say, no, look, it's really big. It's a and meme. then that would be a meme forever. <laughs> <laughs> Justin says something positively brilliant. Uh, he says, Pat and Stu, my thoughts are these fast food restaurants should be giving you guys free food with the free advertising. Yes. Thank you. Hashtag, yes. where's the food? Yes. Thank you. Is this yes. happening across America right now? Are people wow. standing up in their offices? When, when, they hear, when someone mentions yes. you know, uh, McDonald's, the and then they say, where where's are the, the Big Macs? Food? Where's, where's the, the fries? Are, where's the milkshake? We're trending in offices across America right now. Yeah, th this where's morning I said, where's the cobbler? And then there was cobbler. And it appeared. That's what happens when yeah. you guys, I don't know why you don't do this more often. You just mm -hmm. need to stand up in your office and say, where's the, and, and then finish the food or item that you want. And then within a few minutes, it'll just arrive. I don't know how it I don't oh know the process gosh. of it. You who know, cares but it, who cares, right? So it's food. Can it so be other stuff. things than food? Uh, no. Uh, please don't come up with any ideas that you would really. Oh, well, it's too late for that, but I'm just hoping that. It... <laughs> don't articulate any ideas, then maybe that's a better way to put it. That's a, that's a much better way to put yeah. it. Um, I, know I was just thinking about telling shut you. Shut up. Thank you. Yahoo Movies has uh, a real uh, interesting chart, which is <laughs> how Hollywood seemingly has run out of ideas completely. Uh, this is uh, really <laughs> disturbing. Uh, well, look at this chart. Um, major releases, it's gone from 111 in 1984 down to 89 in, in 2014. However, the originals have gone from 65 in, in, down to wow. 22. Um, the based on the book is about flat. Based on other work, a non-book has increased. Based on real life, is, you know, true stories have been right around flat. But uh, franchise movies increasing dramatically from 7 in 1984 all the way up to 21 in 2014. And then remakes, uh, yeah, again, they've had a, they had a burst for a while there, but are around flat. The thing about that, though, is that, you know, this is not, this is, this is our fault. We keep going to see the sequels. We keep going to see the remakes. We keep going to see all that crap. I we will say this, though. Get this. How many of 2014's top ten box office performers are completely original? Okay, in 2014, how many of the top ten are brand new? I don't know. I'll give you a little hint. It's less than one. Really? None. Zero. Wow. None of them are. Now that's top ten. So, and let's, can we see the chart again and see how many actually came out uh, that are original? Yeah, the bottom the line 22. There. But none of them are in the top ten. Look that's at the bottom line. The percentage of films that were original, 59% back in 1984, down to about 51 in 1994. 2004, 38%. Wow. In 2014, 25. From 59 to 25% in 30 years. That's really something. That's an amazing trend. I mean, we complain about it all the time, and apparently stats actually bear out. But again, this is not a movie studio saying, I don't want to make money. Put out a sequel. That's this true. This is them saying, hey, what did people go see? Sequels? Release another sequel. Now, Interstellar is original. 
right? I believe it is. That's yeah. not based on a book, and it's certainly not a sequel, and it's, it's uh, that's a brand new one, and it comes out when? Uh, Friday, right? It comes out tomorrow. It's out currently. In, oh, yeah, that's right. In, it's out in IMAX in right IMAX now. IMAX film only. And, um, Jeffy, have you, you saw a review on it, but it wasn't very flattering, was it? No, it was not. What did the, uh, what did the review about, say? Uh, the person sent me an email, said, a hell of a ride, but not a lot of fun. And at three hours, you feel like you've been to space. Three and back. hours. Why three hours? I don't mind a three-hour movie if uh, it's good. If I, it's, it's good, I don't, I don't care. I just stop seeing. It. I don't, I don't go see. Barely take a five-minute video from YouTube, man. Three yeah, hours. Three hours is a three long. Three hours isn't time. long if it's great. Like Lord of the Rings. Oh great. my God! Oh, endless. Harry Potter. Great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these are horrible examples. <laughs> those are great. They're terrible. Those are great movies. Yeah, you know what's I mean, the biggest movie of all time before Avatar was Titanic, and that was three hours plus. That's a good movie. And that, that, you know, back in the day would grab your attention and held it, I think, for most of the movie. But, I mean, you have to really be into it for three hours. Like, that's why, like, if I see a movie that's 89 minutes, 85 minutes, I'll walk in and kind of see anything at that level. Because, you know, it's an hour and a half. As soon as it's over, you know, you're in yeah, there, as long it's as you over, have an you're out. Level, yeah. yeah, some True. minor interest level, I'll give that a whirl. Yeah. Three hours, i got to be really into it. I mean, it's got to be a movie I'm really excited to see. I don't know. So you would not go to Interstellar now? I was really excited to see it, though. Um, I, but, you know, I feel like it's just like when you miss with a movie like that, you're really punishing yourself. True. And I don't, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a risky proposition. I don't know anything about In the Heart of the Sea, but we have a trailer for it. Uh, this is based on the 1820 event, whaling ship that's preyed on by a sperm whale. This doesn't sound good. Let's, <laughs> let's look at the trailer, see if it looks good, because it sounds crappy. In the Heart of the Sea. August of 1819, an expedition began. Oh, you know, I didn't see this trailer that would go beyond the known world. And 21 men encountered a flapper. Something scary. Would become one of the greatest true stories ever told. So is it like a Moby, Moby Dick thing? We were headed or? for the edge of sanity. Here we go. Like we were apparitions. They look happy Phantoms. Mm-hmm. Trust gave way to doubt. Hope to superstition. Oh, it's a Ron Howard movie. Mm. He's usually pretty good. Oh, oh no. Oh, somebody fell oh, off the boat, though. Oh, hate to see that happen. The boat's falling apart. Look out. Oh, it's being no. pulled from something in the ocean. Yeah. I'm guessing it's a whale. No, a sperm whale. It's based on the introduction. Comes the story of the men. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, yes. Hello. Face the myth. Moby Dick. It is Moby Dick, so... It's basically Moby Dick. Tragedy of the Essex is the story of men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and a demon. Right. Men and a demon. And Moby Dick. Seemingly, if you're going to do a movie about Moby Dick, you should call it Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. 
Uh, yeah. People are familiar yeah. with that. In the Heart of the Sea. I, no. No. I don't want to watch In the Heart of the Sea. Yeah. Although I don't want to see Moby Dick. Even after seeing the, the trailer, I'm still completely disinterested. I'll sit through it on Netflix, maybe. Maybe. You yeah. watch everything. Of course you'll sit through it. You sit. Th you sat through <laughs> everything that's on Netflix. Uh, not yet. You're, type of, you're the type of person that, like, has literally... You can go through, scroll through the entire thing, and you've watched everything. No, that's not true. Not everything. There's... A lot of things on Netflix I haven't watched. Like what? Kids programming? Yeah. Although... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He nailed it. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. So you haven't watched the Barney series yet? In its entirety? In its entirety. Okay. <laughs> so you've watched some of the Barney series. <laughs> He's done one seasons one through six. He hasn't done seven, eight, here. nine yet. It was made here, right? All right. We got one more tweet here uh, to wrap things up for us. Does a story on memes. Doesn't know what a meme is. <laughs> And now he nice. is a meme. Now nice. I'm a meme. Okay, nice. good. That's pretty good. All right, actually. we'll see you uh, tomorrow then. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. You want to use that phone number uh, then? Yeah, I do it tomorrow, probably. Yeah. yeah.